0: And hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the new sci-fi indie film called Please Hold. This is actually a short film that I'm going to be reviewing that clocks in at exactly 18 minutes long. In the near future, a young man is wrongfully arrested due to a computer error, realizing he has no means, uh, resources in the fully a- automated, fully uh, privatized justice, justice system. He attempts to reach a human being who can set things right. And this movie is very entertaining. I really enjoyed this movie for what it is. And to be honest with you, it's honest as far as things go. And what I mean by that is, I mean, if you think about it like this, think of this. You wake up one morning, you're walking to work, you live in this world where drones are actually flying around, which is not too far-fetched because of the fact that we live in a time now where drones is everywhere. Technology is growing. Things like that. And then here you have a character that's walking to work. And then all of a sudden this drone comes in and the drone tells you you're under arrest. Stay calm. You're under arrest. Then the drone comes in. He puts it tells you to put the handcuffs on. So you put the handcuffs on and now you're being into processing at the police station. And this is the part that I really had to say that really got my attention aside from the fact that a drone comes in and arrests this person for a wrong error that was not even any of this character's fault or anything like that. We don't even know what this character is even being accused of or anything. We just know that he's been brought in. There's an error that's being processed with the police department and things like that, too. So we don't even know why this guy is even being questioning for a crime that he might have done or not have done. But the guy is saying that he's innocent the whole entire time. And matter of fact, the, um, matter of fact, i want to get to this though too. It stars Eric Lopez, John Alton, Doreen uh, Cauldron, and is also directed by Katie de Villa and Omar Levine Mesquite. But anyways, like I was saying, this movie still holds today because of the technology, because of the way that it, we're evolving into this technology world. And whenever the uh, character winds up getting arrested, of course he's wanting to talk to an actual cop. There's no actual cop inside this building at all, and you feel bad for Mateo because of the fact that he's trying to prove his innocence, but he can't prove his innocence because of the fact there's not anybody around to actually hear him out. When he's going in through, um, like I mentioned, whenever he's going in through processing, he's like, "I want to talk to a human being," and of course. You also have a drone that's right there next to him, watching his every move and everything too, making sure that he actually puts things into the department where it where he needs to go on ahead and get basically gets confiscated from all his stuff so that way he doesn't have anything on him whenever he goes through um the jail cell. And so, anyways, he they wound up giving him his jumpsuit and stuff like that. And now he's going into the cell, holding cell. And Picture this. You're going into the holding cell. You see a TV on the right-hand side. You see a bed on the left. And you're in this uh, futurized world of technology. And then what winds up happening is this. The TV comes on, and they tell you, hey, um, you're being convicted of a crime. If If you end up pleading guilty, you wind up getting less time if you plead guilty. And if you plead not guilty, you get more time. And Mateo's like, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything wrong. I don't know what's going on. I don't understand why I'm even here in the first place. And so th- then next thing you know, he goes, I want to talk to a live human being. I want to talk to the LAPD. And so he winds up being put on hold through a whole entire day. Or And he wakes up. Then he realizes, too. When he wakes up, those funds are actually being taken out of his checking account whenever he's on hold. It's three minutes. uh, It's actually $3 a minute to be on the phone. It ate up all of his funds in his checking account at his bank. That's how scary that situation is. Because we can actually get arrested for just about anything over an error on the police department's side. And to know that drones are taking over, technology is taking over, and then there's this error right there that says you're being arrested and you're not even sure why you're being arrested in the first place. That could actually happen. We're living in a day and time where that's not too far-fetched. I like the fact that they're incorporating the technology into this uh, movie to make you actually think, hey, this could we could actually be Mateo trying to prove our innocence, but there's not going to be anybody around soon to even prove our innocence because of the things that's going on around. So, I like that aspect of it. And so, anyways, Mateo winds up asking for a live human being to represent him. And so, at Mr. B, the representative, uh, costs $10,000 to represent him. He has no funds at all because of the fact, like I said, it ate up his whole entire checking account. And he didn't even know that it was going to eat up his checking account or anything like that because even the even whenever the TV winds up telling him, hey, um, just letting you know, you don't have any funds because you were put on hold and it costs $3 a minute. And so he's like, I didn't see that. that that's a lie. That, that didn't even happen. So next thing you know, it the the computer side of it winds up making him scroll all the way down to the bottom. And it pretty much does it by itself. And it scrolls all the way down to the bottom to read the fine print. It costs you $3 a minute to actually um, use the phone. And all that, like I said, all the funds are actually being dumped out of his checking account and everything and being charged $3 a minute for a phone call in this futuristic type of setting, which I find very interesting about that aspect of it. And so now Mateo doesn't know what to do. He's now stuck in this in this jail cell. And I like one-room scenarios and everything, too. So it starts off not being like a one-room scenario when they pick him up. And when he's in the jail cell the whole entire time and everything, that's something that I really like is a one-room scenario. And there's a lot that he's doing in this one-room scenario that makes me care about this character. And that's something that I appreciated from this film. And also, too... He has to go ahead and start knitting and things like that off this. I I forgot what the name of the actual business is, but what this business does is you can actually make money while you're in prison to have the funds. If you want to make a phone call or whatever. So what Mateo does is he winds up knitting and sending it back into the company that winds up, uh, that winds up uh, paying him for it. And then all of a sudden You wind up seeing the funds being deposited into his checking account to where he can make a phone call. So the very first person that they had decides to go in and call is his mom and dad and explain the situation. And his mom and dad are wondering, what did you do, Mateo? What did you do to get yourself in jail? He goes, I don't know what I did. Look, that's not important. I need $10,000 for a representative, for someone to represent my case and see my case thoroughly so I can get a shortened sentence than bleeding guilty, because if I bleed not guilty, I'm going to get a longer sentence. So he has like three minutes left, and then all of a sudden he dies. So after that, the next day, the funds are actually deposited into his checking account. Now he's able to make a phone call to the representative, to his attorney that he wants to hire. So he makes the phone call, and the attorney turns around and tells him this now. He says, "If I were you, based off of your file, I would go ahead and bleed. Not uh, that I would actually take the plea deal. I would actually plea guilty, so that way maybe you might actually get a re- uh, reduction off of your record and everything. So that way you, so that way you won't do that much time in prison. So you know you might do like maybe four to five years in prison, not as long as forty one to life or whatever they were actually going to throw at him for not pleading not guilty." So Mateo had no choice but to go ahead and plead guilty to something that he didn't even have a clue at doing. And you know what? This movie made me think about this even when I was at work. And that's one of the beautiful things about some of these short films is the fact that it allows me to think and critically think about certain things. And I'm like, well, what did he do that was so bad that he had to plead um, guilty over? And I'm like, you know what? That doesn't even matter, to be honest what he pleaded, pleaded or anything because of the fact that it could just be um, like I said it's a, it's an error on the police department's fault it's an error on the fact that this drones made a mistake and Mateo is actually in prison over an error and that's what the basis of it is it doesn't matter what Mateo did the whole point is he was just in, he's in prison for something he doesn't even know why he's in prison for and there's no one there to actually help him or anything so Therefore, he's stuck in this predicament where he has no choice but to plead guilty. So, after that winds up happening, we wind up seeing him get out of prison. We don't know how many, how long it's been since he's been in prison, but we know he's been in there for a while because he has like a maybe a little bit of a stubble, a little bit of a beard and stuff like that to represent how many years he's been in there. But he gets out, and he gets his stuff back. And the funny thing is, and there is a little bit of dark humor in this movie – on IMDb, it did list the fact that it's a comedy. There is some dark humor in this if you like dark humor, and I love dark humor if it's done right. For instance, when Mateo is over there making um, the knitting and stuff like that, he winds up making a little plush, and then the, on that plush, he's holding it close to him, and then he realizes he has it in his hand still, and the lawyer is actually try and as he's calling the lawyer, it's a, it's also through Skype, and also, too, he had to hurry up and put that thing down so the way the lawyer doesn't think he's actually crazy, but still. Um, so anyways, he winds up having the banana inside the, um, the when they confiscated him and his things. He was actually arrested eating his breakfast, which was a banana. For some reason or another, they didn't dispose of the banana or anything like that, but it was still inside his carrying. So anyways, he winds up getting his cell phone out. And when he gets his cell phone out, he hears all these missed calls from everybody that he missed. He got fired from his job. The person who um, covered his first shift because he got arrested because Mateo thought he was going to wind up getting out of this thing once he winds up finding out what he got arrested for or anything like that. But anyways, he gets a call from, from that. Then he gets a call from his job saying that he got fired and let go. He's also been convicted of a felon also. So his ru- his life is ruined. He has no job. He got evicted because of this error. And on top of that, now he has nowhere else to go but to the knitting uh, job that he has, uh, that he was doing when he was in prison. So that's one thing that really sucks for Mateo. And I was just thinking, with technology, the way it's moving, the way it's progressing, we see drones now. And they're delivering our food. They're doing a bunch of other things with drones. And then also, too, now we also have now to the point where it's now going to be truck driving now for the 18 wheelers and things like that. They're no longer going to use people anymore. Now it's going to be all operated electronically and everything. And this movie makes you think about all the things that you never thought you would think about before. And this also revolves around uh, the police and everything that they do and stuff like that. We might not even have a chance to even talk to a normal human being anymore. And, of course, there's also an the automated thing whenever Mateo tries to call somebody. Oh, well, I'm sorry. We did not understand that. How many times do we go through that? But it's ten times worse when you're in jail and you only have so many minutes to actually make a phone call. And you can't do that because it charges $3 a minute. It it's really sucks to actually think on that level, to actually know that that's what happened to Mateo. And, you know, I did, for 17 minutes of this film, I was entertained. Everything about this movie, they knew what they were doing. The originality behind it, the authenticness of it was fantastic. Um, Mateo as a character made me care about him in 17 minutes where I wanted to see more of Mateo what he's doing outside of prison how is he handling it being institutionalized and also to being looked down upon on his friends and family knowing that he's now a felon versus a, well basically a convict in their eyes and that's something I would like to actually see a little bit more of is seeing what was like outside of prison maybe another short maybe 17 minutes short of him trying to get his life together but this movie will pull on you in so many directions that you're wondering, okay, what is Mateo going to be doing? Uh, what's going to happen? And also, too, Mateo also leaves a little note for the next person that comes into the uh, goes into prison. Well, if they ever, this other person, if there's another person that winds up getting arrested in the future. He says, make sure you read the fine print, which is the fine print that's printed in... Into the TV and everything. Whenever you're about to be charged three dollars a minute for a phone call, but this movie is good. I definitely enjoyed it. I'm glad that I had the privilege to uh, review this film. So I just want to thank everybody that uh, sent this in to me because I'm happy to actually review some short films, and this was a privilege to actually do it. So, with that being said, guys, that's gonna do it for the sh- for my show for today. I hope that you guys enjoy this short film review. And this review, of course. And, uh, so anyways, if you guys want to go on and follow me underneath movie lovers, TV loves tonight on Facebook, underneath the same brand name on Instagram and on Pinterest as well. If you guys want an audio only podcast of our episode and many episodes that we do here at movie lovers tonight, you guys can get that where you guys get your podcast from also too, go on ahead and follow me on good pods. Good pods is basically social networking for podcasters. If you love listening to podcasts or you're a podcaster yourself, this is a great place to actually interact with your fans, your followers and stuff like that too. Because of the fact that you can rate individual episodes, you can actually tell us what you think of each episode, and also, too, you can also rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. That also helps allow everybody else to find us. And also, too, if you want to go on ahead and donate to our page, how do you do that? You just go to GoFundMe.com forward slash Movie Lovers Podcast, donate 5 to $10 over there. That's to keep the lights on here at Movie Lovers Tonight. Also, too, it also helps us with our stream yards and also with thumbnails and things like that to help us flow in. But if you guys don't want to do that, I personally understand. But smashing that like button on the bottom right hand corner, smashing that subscribe button on the bottom right hand corner, and smashing that bell in the bottom right hand corner also helps us out as well. Uh, also, liking, commenting, and all that good stuff. And then, of course, if you want to go ahead and follow me on Twitter, all you have to do is just follow me underneath Movie Lovers Unit. That's how you can follow me there. And then on TikTok as well at Movie Lovers Unit Zero. And then, of course, just go ahead. If you want to be on the show, if you're a sponsor yourself, just reach out to me at movielovesunite at gmail.com. And that's everywhere that you can follow me at. And I can't wait to do this again. Thank you so much uh, to the people that sent this into me. And always, until next time, guys, it's been real. It's been fun. And I can't wait to do this again. Stay safe, brother.